Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you and welcome. It's always good to have you here. Without you, there would be no point in doing this podcast. So thanks. I've got another interview from the World Record Patients Perspective Interview Marathon. This one is with Ashley Wallachek. She's from up in Ontario, Canada. Although, as you'll hear in the interview, she has grown up in Boston and here in Pittsburgh as well. So she's got a fairly broad range of experience when it comes to healthcare in different places. This is number 56 in that perspective marathon. And I hope that you find it as enjoyable as I did. Wonderful. Ashley, I'm going to tell you, you had me a little bit nervous and I was beginning to think, uh, I don't see you. Are we, are you here? Are we okay? <laughs> What's sorry. going on? I was having some technological problems. My internet tried to boot me. So I was trying to make sure that I didn't just jump into your conversation with your previous guest. So um, I waited for your cue and then set it all up. So hopefully my connection is okay. Uh, it is working now. Um, as the strength meter shows that you are at a full strength for your connection. So I, I don't know what Wonderful. that means, but yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I was usually asked what your name is, but I've introduced you as Ashley. So glad that you're here. Ashley, where are you from? Well, um, I am from the States, which I never thought I'd be saying the States um, originally, uh, you know, um, so um, I live in Canada now. I'm in Windsor, Ontario, um, but I grew up Pittsburgh and Boston, kind of half and half. Got it. Um, and uh, so when you say that you are from the States, which you're now living in Windsor or where are you living in Canada? Yeah, Windsor, Ontario in Canada. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you've had experience on both sides of the border. Yes. Wonderful. So um, can you tell me about yourself and your experiences in healthcare? Sure. So, um, you know, I am turning 30 this year. I've got two little boys. Um, I actually have a pretty uncomplicated medical history in terms of my relationship to healthcare. But of course, when you have children, you kind of, the healthcare is, is a necessary part. And I kind of experienced that two completely opposite directions with my kids. Um, so yeah, that, the whole process to um, having my children was a crazy thing, especially being an immigrant. I mean, it doesn't really feel like that so much because Canada and the US are so similar, but the healthcare systems just work completely different. Um, so basically what happened was um, right after I moved here to Canada, um, I was not eligible for government insurance. Um, and so I started having like some really strange symptoms, didn't know what was going on, really severe pain in my stomach, 
Um, but I was afraid because I couldn't really go to see a provider without it costing like hundreds upon hundreds of dollars while I wasn't able to work. So um, I ended up in the service of a volunteer doctor who spotted um, cysts that I had that I actually needed to go back to the U.S. to get care for. Um, yeah, it was a, a crazy sort of situation. But anyway, that just opened my eyes to like, wow, this in-between spot as a, you know, an expat is very complicated because if something even minor happens during that space and time, it's very complicated to get care. And it could have affected, I mean, if, if I decided not to go to the doctor and pursue that, I mean, I could have been seriously harmed in waiting an extra two years. Sure. Uh, okay. Talk to me. Did you say a volunteer doctor? Yes. Yeah. What so is this a, is a crazy. How did you find how did you find a volunteer doctor? <laughs> okay, so yes. I understand that sounds very strange. Um so I was really looking for places that were offering I mean, I was in Toronto area where we have an abundance of newcomers at all times. And so I thought maybe there's like a newcomer welcome center that I could, you know, find a free clinic that they have. I honestly had no idea that something like that would even exist. Um but it turns out there was one, um, I think it was called the Muslim Free Clinic or something like that. Um, I don't remember the full name of this place. Um, but they, anyone who didn't have government insurance who was waiting for immigration paperwork was free to come in and see this team of rotating doctors basically that they had from multiple health systems around who came, volunteered their time and were able to offer you legally like referrals, requisitions, blood tests, prescriptions, like all the same things that any other doctor in like a walk-in clinic would do. Um, so yeah, I ended up being treated by a doctor who was not paid a dime for her services. Wow. Uh, wow. So tell me, have you met a healthcare, a healthcare hero during your journeys? Yes. So actually that doctor, you can imagine, was a huge, um, important person in my life then because I didn't really have anybody else and um, I remember I still remember her sitting um, you know across the table from me her name was Dr. Badawi um, and just so kind and the minute I walked in um, she just was such a good listener like she totally didn't dismiss any of my concerns um, Previously, I had seen a doctor at that clinic, actually, who had basically dismissed all of my pain symptoms and said, you need to de-stress. Um, I'll give you anti-anxiety medication because this is all in your head, essentially. Um, mm. And a month later, I was still feeling all these things. And I said, I, I'm going to try one more time. And if this doctor doesn't take care of it, I'm just going to wait it out. Um, and so when I went in the second time, I told this doctor about my experience before, and she was just like, mortified um and she was like no this is absolutely of concern there's no reason you should be experiencing this i will like i think she sent me a slip for like eight tests to run like it was like a whole bunch of things i had to go for an ultrasound and blood work and like a whole panel of everything and i got a call from her the day of her receiving the results like from her other, you know, from somewhere else, she got this information into her email. She called me right away and said, you need to come into the clinic. 
Um, I got your results back. We need to take care of this as soon as possible. Like there was no, um, I didn't have to push her to believe me. And um, that was a really big deal because to be dismissed outright, to just be like, well, you're not really feeling that. You're just under pressure. And so, um, you know, we're not going to give you, I asked for tests and she flat out refused the other doctor. Just said like, no, you don't need them. That's a waste of time. Um, and so, yeah, so this, this doctor was able to spot something that I needed surgically taken care of. And thank God, six years later, I wouldn't have probably been able to have my sons if that didn't happen. Yeah, something definitely to be thankful for. Uh, yes. So what does quality health care mean to you? Well, I think... Um, the primary things that I would focus on, not having any experience in this area other than as a patient, um, would be building like mutual trust um, with the patient, even or rapport, I guess that would be in a really, even in a really short interaction. Um, to me, quality healthcare puts you as a participant um, in maintaining your health and doesn't sort of like set you off to the sidelines like you don't know anything. Um, for me, you know, so much of it is just about like, I personally don't want to go see a doctor. <laughs> like I will put it off as long as I can, unless there's a significant issue. Like this is just how I am. Um, and so like to have doctors understand that like, listen, if I'm coming and, and sharing like this concern with you, it's important. Um, and so like involve me in this, you know, not just answer my questions, but like treat me as a whole person. And to me, somebody who's practicing quality healthcare treats you as a whole human being and listens and tries to understand um, in those situations and then, you know, works from that knowledge to provide you treatment, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it makes, I'll, here I go with my catchphrase. It, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so um, what do you wish your medical providers understood about you? Well, yeah, I mean, I hinted that sort of, I wish they understood that I don't want to need them. Um, I don't know how else to phrase it. Um, you know, it's one of those situations where it's like, um, I, this is the last case, this is sort of a last resort um, for me. So I don't want to come into this office. I don't want to make this appointment. Um, there's nothing comfortable about it. I'm not used to it, especially as somebody without much of a medical history. It's like, this is new. This is not something I'm not in and out of, you know, hospital rooms, you know, on a daily, right? It's just an uncomfortable thing for me. And so I think I wish that healthcare providers understood that like I come in a little on the defensive. Um, and so when you feel like, you know, you're kind of like being misunderstood or judged from the outset, which I've experienced several times, that so cuts off my ability to communicate or to trust the person who's giving me care. Um, and maybe I've experienced that more so on the Canadian side, because things tend to be a lot more rushed. There's a lot of healthcare backlogs here. Um, I didn't really experience that so much in the US. But yeah, I think for me, that's what healthcare providers need to know. Like, I am nervous about this interaction. Like whatever you can do to get on my level and make me understand will like go a mile. Perfect. Um, last question for you. What is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare? 
I think what they can do is ensure that every person that comes through the doors of their practice um, is treated with the same like respect and empathy, um, whatever that looks like. And I know none of these things are really that healthcare related, I guess you could say. Um, but the interpersonal side of it, I think, is so key. I, I think that quality healthcare begins with a relationship as opposed to a sort of top down, go do this, go do that, go do this, I'm right, you're wrong, et cetera. Yeah. Um, well said, you know, it's got to, you're not the first person to say empathy. And um, it's got to be something that is shared and is displayed and it's going to make, it makes a huge difference in that human connection that that you feel as a patient. So, yeah. So, listen, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me, for taking the time to share, um, to share your thoughts, to share your story. And um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And um, I respect and appreciate your perspective on healthcare. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.